welcome to Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. The only professional wrestling podcast in the world where pro wrestling is discussed passionately, with confidence, with great knowledge, and most of all, in the most sophisticated way. So brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen, because chaos is about to be unleashed. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ringside Chaos, the greatest professional wrestling podcast in the history of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Bear of Texas, and let me once again welcome back to the show, Brooklyn's finest, the one and only Mark freaking Braverman. Mark, what's up, brother? How are you, Alex? Thank you for having me back. This is... Um, you know, I always love doing this show. It's always a good time when you when it's you and I when we get together. And, uh, Absolutely. I, I, and, and Mark, I, I want to be honest with you. Today's episode is dedicated to the memory of your younger brother, Jeffrey Braverman. Thank you so much. Yeah, Jeff was an amazing uh, wrestling fan. As a matter of fact, before we get, to, as a matter of fact, this story does revolve around WrestleMania. It was the last one we saw together before he passed away. Um. He was on vacation, and he shorted his vacation to come back to watch WrestleMania with me and the rest of the boys at, at Matt's house. So that was a pretty special night. And it turned out, of course, that it was his last one. So, uh, yeah, that was always a kind of a cool story with Jeff to come back early and end his vacation with his wife just to watch wrestling with his with his older brother and the rest of the boys. It was pretty cool. But that was Jeff. <laughs> and Jeff, God rest his soul, rest in peace. And Thank and you. we are finally at WrestleMania week. So this weekend, WrestleMania yes, 39. How are you feeling? I kind of like the card, actually. I think that there's going to be some interesting matches. I think that uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with this one. And I have like three or four pages of notes here on, on, on a lot of stuff. So uh, I think it's going to be... A, I think there's going to be some, some fantastic matches. I think there's going to be some ones that we can skip over. But, oh, no, I do like the card. I don't like the fact it's two nights, but I do like the card. But then again, I'm old enough to remember WrestleMania was only was only about three hours long. So I'm, 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 I've been doing this for a very long time. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, that's how old, that's how old I am, guys. Yeah, I mean, the 39th annual WrestleMania. I mean, some wrestling fans still mention it. I remember the first WrestleMania, Hulk Hogan and Mr. T versus Mr. Wonderful and, and Roddy Roddy Piper. Uh, oh, yeah, and, and, I remember. And two, and two I, of the members of the first main event are in heaven now. Yes, they are. May they rest in peace. But I actually remember watching the first WrestleMania. That's how old I am. We have a friend of mine, Nordy, and I was right there to watch it with him when I was hooked up since. So... I've seen them all. I haven't all right. missed one yet. So you haven't missed one yet, and from the looks nope. of it, it doesn't look like you're going to be missing one anytime soon. Like so, I said on my, like I said on the last show, Bailey and the women's division have made have made a liar out of me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's so it's several other wrestlers, but you know, well, let's get to the card, shall we? Yeah, let's so I got the point. I got the card so far. I mean, you never know when they could make a change. I mean, I'm not even sure if they. I mean, I'm not sure if every single match is official, but we'll see. But what I have is not the particular order. But what I have so far to start off with, and they actually confirmed this that John Cena versus Austin Theory will actually be the the opening match of night one, and this is for the United States Championship. 
Yeah, uh, I, this is to me where Vince is getting a little bit desperate, honestly, to bring back. Oh, you think? John, yeah, to bring back John Cena after all this time, and I think everybody around the world knows how, how I feel about John Cena. I just don't want to see him anymore. Uh, I think Austin's going to win. I don't think they're going to put the title back on John Cena, but. I'm sure for Cena fans, it's nice to see him. But for me personally, I'm not really a fan of him. But And Austin can go. So this is going to be interesting. Um, to me, this either could be a five-minute squash match or they could put on a 15-minute a spectacular. You know, it's, it's either way. It could steal night one or it could just be five minutes and out the door. So I mean, we'll see. It's it's interesting because John Cena's very first WrestleMania back in 2004 was the opening match, and he won the U.S. title. So it's yes, how ironic did. it is that all these years later, you know, nine, almost 20 years later, he's challenging for the title. But I'm going to be honest with you. I, there's no way I can see John Cena winning. Now, no. what I can't see happening is Austin Theory winning cleanly, but somehow I believe that Austin Theory's heel run is about to end. He may actually turn face out of this. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. But if Austin Theory does turn face, as long as it's done properly, then it can work. Because I feel like Austin Theory can work as a face or as a heel. I think he can work either way, but I kind of like him as a heel right now. I think he's a better. I think the position of him as a heel is much better for him for the character as well. He's a he's a very talented wrestler. No doubt. Uh, I I think if he does beat Cena, he'll he'll get it. He'll get he'll get a little bit more fan base than just you know you and me happily. But uh, right now, I think he's better. I think he's better uh, heel. Honestly, if he turns face, great, beautiful. But I think he's better heel. Yeah. There but just well, some... so number one is I got Austin Theory winning, and I have him winning I, cleanly. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have him I winning agree. cleanly as well? I think he's going to win clean. Yeah, I think Cena will do the job for him. Yeah. I really Cena's do. Gonna, Cena's going to put him over. Yeah, because some got... say Austin Theory is the next John Cena. Because let's not oh. forget, when John Cena first arrived, he was a heel. He was heel. He, yes, in 2003, he was. yeah, he was heel. Yep. He was heel. But I All don't right. see I, I kind of like Austin Theory better than John Cena. I like his work. I like his work better. Well, I mean, you know, John Cena, you know, for me, that's when I was a teenager, you know, 2004, 2006. I mean, those were the, those were honestly my, my favorite years in wrestling. It's left in the Attitude Era. Fortunately, the, those years are way beyond us, but at least I can still go back and watch it for nostalgic reasons. But Yeah, well, if you want the Attitude Era, try, try about 99, try about 90, 98, 99, 2000. That, that's pretty, that, that was also some very good years. Yeah, and so. you remember them very well. So here we yes, are now. I do. Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul. Now, Mark, I got to be honest with you, and I'm sure that you know because of my busy, hectic schedule, I never have the time to actually watch Monday Night Raw, but I try to follow it. Same thing with SmackDown. But has, is Seth Rollins a fully solidified face now, or is he still kind of in between? No, he's a full face. Everybody loves him now. He's just an absolute full face. And I like. He's he one of the, cat- the crowd as a face. Yes, he is. He's high fiving them. He's loving it. Every time he goes out, the crowd goes crazy. Um, they go absolutely nuts for this guy. Right now, honestly, I think he's one of the top, the top faces in the company. And I have been a Seth Rollins fan since the ROH Tyler Black days. So mm-hmm. that's how long I've been following this guy's career. He's an amazing, amazing performer. Oh, this could guy. be a very talented matchup. And we all know what Logan can do in a ring. So this this is just going to be fun. 
This Seth is going to be one of this is so unbelievable as a talent and on the mic. He's one of those brilliant, unique talents that you'll never ever see again. Once his day, once Seth Rollins is done in the business, you'll as a wrestler, you'll never see one somebody look quite like him again. Sometimes that's, it's not the worst thing. Absolutely. You'll just see somebody that's even you'll see somebody that's even more unique in a different way. I remember Seth Rollins in some of the best matches ever in Ring of Honor history. And when he came to WWE, I was so excited for him. I said, now they're going to have one of the biggest names in the company. This guy's going to take good control. And you know what? Once John Cena left, it was Seth Rollins' company. And I think that that's what's going to stay. Everybody loves this guy. But Logan reminds me of you. You're going to love this one. Logan reminds me a little bit of Jeff Hardy and Shawn Michaels. He just has that. That Genesis Equal of no matter who you put me in the ring with, I'm gonna have a match. Mm-hmm. I, I like this kid Logan. He he does it all. He wrestles, he flies, he he brawls. I like this kid. So this match to me could actually be the best match on the on the entire card at WrestleMania. You know what? You, this is good. You, you may be absolutely right. I mean, Logan Paul has really just I mean, not that I never believed in the guy, he's just been so good. He's done better than I ever could have imagined. I'm sure that you feel the same way. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm sure our friend uh, Ricky, uh, who uh, I'm sure probably feels the same way. Although uh, I haven't asked him specifically about Mr. Paul, but uh, I'm sure. I, I, I mean, I'm sure. I was like, Ricky, you got to admit, Paul is pretty damn good. And I'm They're sure wrestling. Say, He's all right. That's probably all Ricky would say. <laughs> there are uh, wrestling fans I know around around the country and around the world that love this guy, and. Honestly, if they're going to turn somebody, somebody face, it's going to have to be Logan. This guy's popularity is going to go up, 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 and explode. He's amazing. You have two of the best talented athletes in the world in the ring. That's why we love WrestleMania so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many masks can we think of when we had two of the best talents, and it's not for the belt, and they, and, and they, and they steal the show, i.e. Angle Michaels, anybody? I mean, you're right, but... The way I see it is, I mean, Paul's obviously the heel, but I said this months ago on this show that Logan Paul ha- has to win because he has to get over. Be- especially because he's still, you know, from that injury that basically halted so much momentum. So for him to get back up, he needs to win the match. I but think he does. Even I better think he- is he needs to win cleanly as well. He doesn't have to win clean, but he has to win the match. Yeah, if they're well, going to keep hey, him heel, then he's going to have to sneak the win. I think it's how the match is booked. It depends on whether he has to win clean or not. I think it's how the match it's how the match is, is booked and how the story is supposed to to go after that. Because you know they're not going to be finished. This could go no. on with SummerSlam. I'd like to see it go past SummerSlam. I'd like to see it go to the end of the year. This could be the feud of the year. You know, this know. could be. You know, we've had some great feuds over the years. One of my DDP Savage went all year back in the old WCW. Uh, Stone Cold Triple H almost did the entire year. Amazing feud. This could be one of those feuds that if they actually let it go the entire year, could be the best feud of the year, and we could have a lot of fun with it. And my, you know, that's that's how I feel. Absolutely. You, so you know, well, I got Logan Paul. I have him too, I, and, and I wish them both. This, like I said, this might steal the entire. This could steal the whole show. I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Yeah. All right. Well, this one I'm sure you want to talk about: Damage Control versus Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch. Yeah, uh, I'm not very happy with the booking of Damage Control right now. Everybody knows where I stand. Bailey is my away, absolute. Mark. Take it away. 
Thank you. Bailey is my absolute favorite in the world right now. She's very, very talented. Drop dead gorgeous. She's just amazing. Her two companions, Io Sky and Dakota Kai, are just as talented in the ring. If you watch the match on Monday, what an amazing, I think it was 10-minute match last night they had between Becky Lynch and Io. And Io was just fantastic. She was all over the ring. Becky was there as well. I think Io should have won the match because damage control has to stop. I said this on the last show. Damage control has to stop losing. Their yeah. credibility is absolutely freaking dead. Yeah. You, they, you think? They took, they took the belts and put them on Becky Lynch and a retired leader. Now, I was a huge leader fan back in the day. Everybody was. I still think she's one of them. I still think she's incredibly gorgeous. And she still thinks she's very talented. But to take the belts off damage control, put them on the two of them, made no sense. It didn't strengthen the titles. It weakened the titles. And also weakened damage control. So, honestly, if damage control loses this match, not only is their credibility dead, it is buried. It is six feet under if they lose. Like, locked up, key, key thrown right in the trash. Gone forever. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Leah, obviously, I mean, I'll never forget, you know, from the Attitude Era with the Hardy Boys, you know, that storyline with Kane when she was, you know, in storyline pregnant with his child. The whole oh, thing with horrible. Edge, which, we, of course, we know the whole thing with the legitimate affair with Matt Hardy. The love you know, triangle, yes. Yeah, we all know about it, but, you know, not, I mean, at, at the time, I was too young to understand what was really going on. I thought it was all part of a story. I had no, I mean, the same thing with Vince. See, I did an episode about Vince McMahon tearing the squad at the Royal Rumble. I thought that it was yeah. all part of the. It was all on the script. It was all a work. Same thing with the the triangular affair between Edge, Matt Hardy, and, and Lita. It wasn't no, until I like, became an adult real. and became a journalist. Well, I mean, okay. Well, the whole thing with uh, Lita and whatever. I thought I, I learned that before I became a journalist. But mm-hmm. the the point is, you know, I always thought it was all a work, but. So, but going back, you know, Lita, yeah, all, all, everything, you know, she's done, you know, you know, the high-flying stuff. I mean, what she did at WrestleMania 17, you know, in, in that match, you know, I'll never forget it. Amazing. She made it better with Trish Stratus on Raw and won the title. That yep. was one first, of the greatest matches I've ever seen. It's a match yep. I still go back and watch. Loved you know. it. First two women, first two women to ever, to ever, to ever made a event Monday Night Raw, as a matter of fact, yeah. for the two of them. And they had an amazing feud, but that feud was 20 years ago. Yeah, and sometimes I wish that it, it should have been Trish Stratus and Lita main eventing WrestleMania for the first. They should have been the. I feel like they should have been the women that main event WrestleMania for the first time. It, I feel as like a it matter, should have been them. As a I matter of fact, no, 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 disrespect, no disrespect to the first ones who did. I'm just saying because mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Lita and Trish Stratus, you know, we wouldn't have a lot of the talented female professional wrestlers we have today. I'm just saying. So, Absolutely not. I, I agree with you there. But I mean, again, at the end of the day, some would say, you know, Bear Man, it's just your opinion and whatever. But yeah, but I honestly, I'm, I'm firm. But, but this match right now, honestly, look, I feel like whatever happens, there's going to be dire consequences. It, it's not going to look good for either of them. Because like you said, with damage controls credibility, it's damaged big time. And if they lose, yeah. that's it. No, the, Kaput. Locked up, key thrown right in the trash, like I said. But if Trish Stratus and Lita and Becky Lynch lose, I mean, for Becky Lynch, I think that kills a little bit of her momentum because she's beloved. But at, at, at that point, if Becky Lynch loses, we don't know where, where she goes moving forward. Is she going to remain yeah. remain a face longer? Is she going to revert back to being a heel? 
Is she going to be put back in the title picture? I mean, is she going to, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things we won't know about Becky Lynch. So that's why this match, I mean, I, I feel like whoever, whatever happens, there's going to be, there's something bad's going to come out of it, but that happens a lot. But, well, all right. Well, here's the situation. First, let's talk yeah. about the WrestleMania thing between Trish and Lita. And that was actually supposed to happen a couple of times, but unfortunately for all of us, Lita, when she messed up her knee and was out for a year, she missed that year's WrestleMania. They were supposed to have their blow-off match at Mania. Both times didn't have it because of Lita's neck and, of course, the knee thing. So that, that didn't happen, unfortunately. That was but we did get five, them. right? Right. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah. Trish Stratus worked. Uh, who did she? I know she worked at. Oh, it was. I think it was Christy Hemme, if I'm correct. No, no, that was no. It was supposed to, the one Mickey James actually was supposed to be leading staff. Oh, so that was 2006. Oh, so that was Wrestle. That was WrestleMania 22. 22, right? Okay, okay. They said that they dubbed in that. That said they dubbed in uh, Mickey James for for. They did. Okay. They did that whole ridiculous storyline. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, well. Um, regardless to who wins, I don't think it's going to hurt Becky's credibility because she's just so popular right now. She could lose to anybody. It's not going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. But like we said, Lita, bringing back Lita and Trish, I'm, I'm sure it was just, I don't know what, I don't know their financial situations. I don't want to know. But I guess they brought them back just because they realized nobody else was going against damage control. But again, if damage control loses this, as we said, dead, better, goodbye. Damage control is in a must-win. If Vince wants to keep the three of them around, he has to have them win this match. If they lose, it's over. Their careers are gone, dead, buried. Forget it. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because of all the things that, that let's be honest here, Bailey has done for the company. And to bury her like this right now is just terrible. Yeah. A, ten-year, a 10-year career getting buried makes no damn sense. And honestly, maybe it's time that they switch Bailey back to being a face. Because yeah, I was going to say, in- if this happens, does she go, is she a face? Does, does she go back to being the hugger? I mean... Anything but the hugger character, please. It's not, you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, I mean it was cute say for- that, I, I just had to make it- you crack on that, dude. I'm sorry. I, I just <laughs> had to. <laughs> but- for a while, but for three years of it, I mean, look, nobody's being a fan of, me, of Bailey than me, but I mean... Oh, character. I mean, she looked great. She was, you know, it was, it was a cute little thing. She was amazingly gorgeous. She always is. But the hugger thing had to go. I mean, it was just, all right, enough of this nonsense. And I'm glad that we killed the hugger character, but you have to move her on from just getting her butt kicked every week. And it, it's, it's ridiculous. It's killing, right. it, it's killing her. It's killing all of us, as you know, as fans. Yeah. But as far as it goes, I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a high risk gamble. I'm going damage control because this is I it. They have to win. If they don't win, move on. Move yeah. on. Do it. You know what? It reminds me of of uh, a couple of other heel groups we had that had potential and just dropped and just died because they kept losing. So maybe it's time that we just you know damage control. Thanks and memories and maybe we should just move on from this and find something else for the three of them. Who the hell knows? Absolutely. The question is, though, the, the que- and there are questions about is somebody going to flip face or heel? We don't know. That room has been going around for a while. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But now, okay, so the next match, oh, well, who's your pick? Did you have damage control as well? Yes, I picked damage control, absolutely. Okay. So the next match, okay, I mean, really this one, there's really nothing to talk about. Brock, well, I mean, at least not a lot. 
Brock Lesnar versus Omos, and I did an episode. I did a short episode on this, and I feel like there's no way they can they can let Omos lose again because of how he lost to Bobby Lashley last year. That was bad. So what I have a feeling is Omos is going to win and he's going to get over. But do you know how I think he's going to get over? He is not. A he is Brock Lesnar is basically going to job out. That's what I believe. Although some people say I'm out of my mind because Brock Lesnar would not let it happen. Now this match, we all know this match won't be long because we all know Brock Lesnar does not like working ma- working long matches. No, he does not. I mean, and this I- is no disrespect because we've seen it. I mean, this has been well documented on the internet, you know, among wrestling fans yep. and among sources. But I'm yep. I'm telling you, Omos, and there's been re- there's been reports that Brock Lesnar is reportedly leaving once after this. That there was stories that he was saying goodbye to everybody and whatever. So if that's the case, and clearly Omos is winning, but if Omos is oh. getting over, he, he's going to have to basically squash Brock Lesnar. Oh, perfect. WrestleMania 20 all over again, except this time it's not Goldberg. It's yeah. the other, it, we're swapping right. out Goldberg. Yeah, I have no on, sense because they both left. Goldberg and Brock Lesnar both left after that. That's right. And honestly, as I had no interest in the match back then, I have no interest in this match now. I do not care who wins this match. To me... This is the proverbial bathroom break match. You know, every pay-per-view, we always say, uh-oh, there's a bathroom part, there's a bathroom popcorn break match. You know, you're going to go eat, or you're going to go to, or you're going to use, go, go use the necessaries, or you're going to go try to go out and grab some souvenirs. That's this match. This is the filler match, ladies and gentlemen. This is the match where if you're going to the show, this is where you go do your business. If you're home, same thing. Go out, get a slice of pizza, come back in five minutes. This is going to be a dull, awful match. I do not care who wins. Don't care. Could care less. I have no interest. And the fact they wasted their time last night on Raw with the weigh-in was even, even, was even worse. Oh, boy. That was horrible. Why? Because they're two big guys? So what? Every time we get two guys who are rushing to start waiting a minute now? Okay. So why did we do this when, I don't know, Goldberg took took on Kevin Owens. We didn't do it back then. Why are we wasting our time now? Horrible. Move on. Testify, brother Mark. Testify, brother. Yeah. There you go. But who do you have winning, though, before we move on? Who do you have winning? Don't care. Don't care. Okay. (laughs) Do not care. Can I at least ask you this? Like, Do you agree with my pick on why Omos has to win? Yes. Okay. That I agree with you on. Yes. You're right. Everything you said is right, but me personally... <laughs> I mean, I, I'd imagine our, our buddy uh, Rick. I mean, I'm pretty sure even Rick, Ricky. Like, imagine if I'm watching the show with Ricky. If, if you, let's say you, me, and Ricky were all there watching it, and you and Ricky get up to do whatever, and, and I'm just sitting there still watching. I'd imagine Ricky's this, probably going to say, "Bear man, why the hell are you still? What, what are you doing?" I'm just like, "This is the match." Like, Ricky match. would scold me for even what even bother watching, but I. This is a match for me and Ricky start passing out the Twinkies because that's how bored we're going to get, okay? Right. You, know, you, have all, you know, there's always snack cakes in, in the cupboard. Well, this week we'll get the Twinkies or the Ding Dongs or the, or the Ho-Hos or whatever. Uh, which one you want, Alex? Okay, cool. Anybody need a refill on soda? Yeah, there you go. That's this match. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway. But, so now the next one is Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Look. All you, buddy. Oh yeah, yeah. You see, yeah, because you see, like everybody knows, it, it's well documented how you feel about Bailey and and how I feel with Oscar. Look, Oscar has done everything, and I mean 
everything the company has had has had her do. She won the Royal the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. She lost to Charlotte Flair. Okay, of course, supposedly because of what's in wrestling known as backstage politics. Okay, she did that. She's done everything ever since then. The time has come. She needs to be rewarded. Okay, I mean the Oscar we've seen is not the Oscar we've seen since NXT. This is an Oscar that we saw when she was in Japan when she was known as Kana. I mean, we're seeing a stronger, more exciting and creative part of Oscar. It would be even more idiotic to ruin this to ruin it this time. Look, I agree with you, and I know how you feel about Bianca Belair, so we don't have to go over it again because it's well documented. <laughs> Bianca Belair yeah. won the title last year. Okay, Oscar needs her WrestleMania moment. If th- this time, it has to be done. The match I needs to be booked agree. properly too, because I at the same time I do not want Bianca Belair buried, and I'm sure because I, and I don't say this because our other buddy. The playmaker is a huge supporter of Bianca Belair, and he agreed with me. I, I mean, well, okay, I don't exactly remember if he, whether he agrees on Oscar winning, but he did agree upon the fact that Oscar has done everything the company has asked her to do. So it's now time for the company to take care of her. So I agree with you on everything. Oscar has to win big time. She needs to get yes. over. Now, if she becomes heel during the match, if she uses the the miss like Tajiri and like, like it becomes heel, then fine. If she has a long run as a heel moving forward and the matches are great. Fine. I mean, I prefer Asuka as a babyface, but the bottom line is I love Asuka. I want her to have a memorable ti- a title run and needs to be done properly. Whether it's a heel or as a face, it's probably not going to make much any, any difference to me. I just want Asuka to be booked properly as the champion. Okay? Uh, I absolutely agree with you on and, that. And the way it's like this. Asuka, like, imagine, imagine Asuka accidentally uses the... Well, I mean, th- this probably doesn't make sense anymore, but I was thinking... She supposedly accidentally uses the mist. The next day, she apologizes, and then it's it's, it's a ruse. She does it again, but it, it wouldn't work. But, no, but it wouldn't I, work. I, I need Oscar to win. I do. We need the everybody. WWE needs Oscar to win. Yes, they do. Absolutely, she has. And again, this is no disrespect has... to Bianca Belair. No disrespect to Bianca Belair at all. But like I said, Oscar's been around longer. She's worked, She's done everything. Okay. Her, her undefeated streak, you know, against Charlotte, that was – she she did that, okay? Now reward her, for God's sake. I agree with you on everything except one thing. I honestly don't care if WWE burns Bianca Blair or not. That's just me personally. Yeah, like I said – But Asuka you, is doing her best work since NXT right now. She yeah, is just completely right. badass. This is the Oscar that we've always wanted for a very, very long time. Hey, freaking meant to that. Yes. You're welcome. Yes. A complete, total badass. Japanese professional wrestlers are beyond the word unique. I mean, look at Kairi Sane. You see, like, how, how great she is in Japan? Oh, yeah. yeah. You see, like, Japanese wrestlers, if you let them run the ball with their characters like that and you do it properly, you can get more than you can ever imagine. But apparently uh, I give you oh. I give you ECW to Jerry. Remember how good to Jerry was in ECW? Well, I mean I've watched the tapes, yeah. I mean and, and him in Japan and you know him in Major go. League Wrestling. I mean, you know, he he, he he Major League Wrestling he, he was at MLW, and he, he even put a belt on him. I mean, he may be old, but he, you know, he's still doing good. He doesn't – Tajiri doesn't need a belt, first of all. No. But, honestly, Asuka needs to win the damn title. It, 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 excuse the language. But Asuka needs, needs to win the belt. It's more than overdue. 
Yeah. It really is. Honestly, yeah. if you haven't noticed, the crowd, no offense to our buddy Darnell, but the crowd is getting very, very bored of Bianca Belair. And if you watch where you can see that, they're getting bored to death with her. Oh. I unfortunately Sorry. I have no comment because again because of my schedule I can't you know I I, I, I have no uh, I have no uh, creativity you know to, to comment on that but but yeah but the bottom yeah. line is Oscar it's now time to to make it right they got to give it absolutely to and right. speaking of titles let's go to I suggest we do the rear ripple situation just we do rear well this is the well this is the match we have next I mean again the order is that the order may change but Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Okay, Rhea this Ripley. Is, this, is a, this is a rematch from several years ago when Charlotte Flair yes. took the NXT title from Rhea Ripley. Now, yes. at the time, again, Rhea Ripley was under uh, the character, her NXT character, which I strongly admire. But again, I admire Rhea Ripley no matter what. Because I will, again, I've said this story, but again, I'll never forget the second she got over when she confronted Shayna Baszler in NXT and said to her, you haven't, meet, you haven't beaten me, bitch. Different language, but hey, if I'm going to credit something that Rhea Ripley did that instantly made me in love with her wrestling ability and her mic skills, then I'm going to I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to give full credit to Rhea Ripley because I hope one day I can personally thank her for that because it was <laughs> everybody's still talking about it for God's sake. Absolutely, listen, that was one of the best moments in NXT history. Absolutely, I ranked that right up there with uh, with Bailey versus with Bailey versus um, excuse us Mercedes. Uh, and Charlotte versus and Char- Charlotte versus Bailey. Also, I mean, you have so many NXT moments in the women's division that are just that cool, and that was one of the greatest moments ever. I mean, when Rhea did that, that was okay. She's going right to the top. Oh, yeah. now she wins the Royal Rumble from the number one slot. She needs the belt. She needs the belt. Yes, and you know, I talk about how brilliant Japanese uh, uh, wrestlers are, especially with, with uh, female Japanese wrestlers. Australian fe- uh, uh, wrestlers, same thing, especially yep. in the female division. I mean, you got you know Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm, you know Shaza McKenzie, who I'm sure a lot of W fans. I mean, I'm I'm not exactly if you're familiar with Shaza McKenzie, but incredible. I've so, heard of her, but I'm not really a fan. I've heard of her, but I'm, but I haven't seen her yet. She well, I, I, she she's appeared in NXT before. Uh, she worked a match with Emma. Uh, she's appeared at AEW as well, and as, as well as MLW. When I went to the MLW show last spring at WrestleMania weekend, almost a year ago, she worked a match and she did great. And I've watched a lot of uh, Shaza's uh, work, so I, I mean, I, I hope either AEW or WWE signs her. But who who knows? But but you're right. I mean, Rhea Ripley. I mean. If they do the same thing her with they did with Oscar, she wins the Royal Rumble and, and then loses to Charlotte Flair. That's going to hurt Rhea Ripley big time. It's going to hurt. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Rhea Ripley lost because what did I mention? What did I mention uh, a few minutes ago with the uh, quotation marks? Something with politics. Yeah, backstage politics. Backstage yeah, politics. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case, but. Honestly, it would be, I mean, look, again, no disrespect. I mean, I think the problem with Charlotte Flair, I mean, a lot of wrestling fans say that, uh, have said this, and this has been said on YouTube sources, is that the characters that she's in have never really involved in, in like, insensible storylines. You know what I mean? No, they haven't, no. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I, not, that, not that Charlotte Flair, her mic skills and her wrestling ability are great. Granted, yeah, she's great. It's just that I don't feel like WWE has put her in, in the proper storylines. Like that, like the storylines she's been in have just been inaccurate. That's been the problem. That's well, been she, the problem. 
But at the same I time, will... it's like you always say, what are you going to do? What, what could she do? She has to do what she's told or else she'll lose credibility. Absolutely. But I'll give her this credit. She, her, Mercedes, and Becky stole the show, with, I think it was in 32, when they had that triangle match, which was amazing. And that just started her going to the top. The problem is with Charlotte Flair is that she's had the belt too many times already. I think it's been, what, 14 or 15 times? She's had the belts too many times. Rhea needs the belt to get to, to get her character father. Yeah. And she's in the judgment day, which is not a great which is not a great group at all, by the way. If she can get off the judgment day and just be on her own, I think she'd be a much better character, number one. She has plenty of talent in the ring. We've seen this time and time again. You know, you don't you don't hang with the best with the best in the division with that without having that talent. You don't win the Royal Rumble without having that kind of talent. She's only the fourth person in history to win the Royal Rumble from the number one slot. We don't talk about one of them because of what because because of who he was. But I will say this. She's extremely talented. She's one of the most talented one on the roster. Charlotte, I'm cool with you. You know that. But you know what? Ripley needs to win this match. End of discussion. She yeah. really does. I mean, like I said, uh, the the problem with Charlotte Flair in the booking is, you know, all the storylines that she's put into, they've they've just been not good. Like, no, like I'll never forget, her. like when when she when she won the title, it was actually it was WrestleMania 35 during that uh, main event, but she won the title like 12 days before and then dropped it at WrestleMania. That didn't mm-hmm. make any sense. So that, no. that that right there is what I'm talking about. You see, she beat. I think she beat Oscar for the title and then dropped it 12 days later yes. when Becky Lynch took them both. That's what I'm talking about. They put her in, in a situation that made no sense. To both Becky, I remember that very well. It was a hell of a but, match, though, by the way. But I'm solidified on I Rhea Ripley has to win. But again, I would not be surprised if because of backstage politics, that did not happen. I agree with you there. And if and, and, but and Rhea if they, needs to win. And if they mess up Rhea Ripley, that is one of the that is one of the many stupidest things they could do. But the problem is that maybe does a lot of stupid stuff. No, uh, uh, damage control ring a bell. A yeah, I mean, I understand stuff. that they can't please everybody, but come on, do business the right way, for God's sake. Vince is just too old. It's time for Triple H to take over, to be honest with you. But that's a different ball game. Yeah. So, where are we going next? Well, okay. So, so now, basically, now again, the, the different order. So, this is supposedly night, uh, night two. All right, the triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship. Gunter versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. Dude. Speaking of Gunter, I'm sure we... I don't know if I've talked about, about this to you before, but there's that story that Vince McMahon wanted to bury Gunter big time. Yep. Point. I know. I, everybody knows about that one. I'm glad, I'm, actually glad, I'm glad that didn't happen. Look, Gunter, you, can, you can't deny he's a great wrestler. Now, the mic skills... I'm not denying it. The problem with the mic skills is he he has a heavy accent. I mean that you, you can't hold it against him. But well, everybody's heavy accent. His I mean, skills have are brilliant. Heavy accents before. <laughs> but I mean you know but you know but Gunter I mean really I think I mean eventually the Imperium is going to be you know split up. Uh, you know who knows yeah. when that's going to happen and if, and you know how it's going to how they're going to go about it. But honestly. I think for this one, I believe Gunter is getting over. I think Gunter retains. Because well, I really yeah. don't know what to say about this one. Because, again, not because I haven't been paying attention too much what's going on, but I don't know exactly where they're going going with the storyline. So, so I, I have think a clue. that Gunter is winning it. 
think that Gunther's going to win it, but I don't have a clue where they're going with this either. Why? Why Sheamus doesn't hasn't had any title matches in so long is beyond me. He needs he he needs to be in the in in, in the conversation for the belt already. So I'm I'm a Sheamus fan, so I'm a little bit disappointed in, in where this is going with him now. But that's the I guess title Gunther, picture for a long time, man. and we're ta- and we're talking about the main event picture here. Yeah, we need to be in the main event picture. I think Gunther walks out the title. I I, I agree with you on that one. That that's you know. It's kind of hard for me to talk about this because, like you said, I haven't found you because of my busy schedule as well. So, uh, I'm going to have to go with Gunther on this one. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I didn't write down notes about this match. I apologize. I completely forgot about it. Well, because we don't know. Because exactly. Because this storyline has this basically like... It's it's like like one of those storylines, again, like, do do I really want to bother paying attention? I mean, and this is no disrespect to all three competitors. I mean... Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, and Gunter are all brilliant. There's no Absolutely. doubt about it. Now, if Drew McIntyre won, if Drew McIntyre won, that wouldn't bother me. I love Drew. I feel like you know, eventually yep. they're gonna have to put a belt on him again, whether it's the Intercontinental Title or if he's put back in the main event picture, which I hope with what with which I believe it may happen one way or the other. I, I, I think he has to be in the main event picture. But if, if really Drew McIntyre does. does win, who does he have to pin? Does he have to pin Sheamus or Gunter? The problem is, if he pins have... Gunter, that's going to hurt Gunter. But again... If he pins Sheamus, it's, it's just, if he pins Sheamus, no one's going to care. Yeah. So, you know... But this match, I mean, yeah, I mean... Gun- Gunter, and there's really nothing else to say. No, that's about it. Next. All right. Well, we'll check this out. Edge versus the Demon Finn Balor in a Hell in a Cell match. And before we get into this, Rumor has it that Gangrel, we all remember Gangrel, the vampire warrior himself from the Attitude Era, that entrance with the fire, the brood. Rumor has it that Gangrel is supposedly going to be used in the story to be at Edge's side. And and it's also been been rumored that today Tony Khan approved of the idea of Christian also being there because Christian, as we know, is signed to AEW. Well, we've seen that before, where team, where, where, where companies have bought wrestlers from each other. As a matter of fact, I, I think at one then. point, the what? National Wrestling Alliance. Right. Then, as a matter of fact, I believe it was TNA who borrowed Christian from the WWE, WWE one weekend because they need a filler or something, or or something like that, or they or they or they, or they did the old switcheroo. But here's Vince, the I wonder how much Vince uh, demanded to, to that, make that happen. I think it was just a handshake deal. I don't, I don't think it was any money involved. I think it was just a handshake deal. Okay. Kind of like the whole thing. It's kind of the whole thing with Taz and Mike Awesome back in ECW days when uh when yeah. Taz beat Mike Awesome for the for the title. One was WWE, one was WWE. But speaking of hell in the cell at WrestleMania, here's the interesting thing. Do you have any? Do you know what the what what the last three hell in the cell matches at Mania all had in common? What's that? The Undertaker was involved in all three of them. This will be the first time in WrestleMania history that the Undertaker will not be involved in a Hell in a Cell match at WrestleMania. He was involved in he was involved in fifteen against Bossman, which is one of the worst. I mean, he was involved at twenty. That's what happened at the end of the match. 20, I mean, could you imagine if, if they did yeah. that in today's in, in today's society? Oh, just oh. awful. And the match by which, no offense to Bossman, recipe for. Or or Taker. Taker has even admitted that, that he hated that match and sort of Rachella, by the way. And then we go to twenty eight. Of course, Triple H and him, which was absolutely fantastic with Sean as the referee. 
And then 32, of course, Shane versus The Undertaker. So, Taker, Taker took all three of them, as a matter of fact. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of weird to see it held in the cell match without The Undertaker in a mania. But, life moves on. But it's if Gangrel gets, gets involved, I, I would love to see him back. Because I was a big fan of The Brood both times. With either the Hardys or Edge and Christian, that's how we became a fan of both teams. I would like to see Gangrel back on back on WWE TV. Man. I really do. I've always been a fan of the guy. I thought I, mean, I, 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 I thought they, they should have pushed him a little bit more. To be honest with you. Well, you know, I mean, the whole you know with Gangrel. I mean, you know, a year ago when I was at, a, at that MLW show, I, I saw him there as well. And I'll never forget, you know, after the show, he was outside, and my friend, you know, says, you know, fang, fanging and banging, and Gangrel gave us the turnaround and did the he, – he, he gave us the reaction, and I'm so thankful to Gangrel for that. But, <laughs> but if it's true about Gangrel and Christian, and if they're going to be at Edge's side, so technically this is the brood versus the Judgment Day. And Pretty much, all, yeah. We've all anticipated for a while that Edge is going to use his brood persona for this match. I mean, if, he, if he's going to if he's going to have Finn Balor bring out the demon – it would make no sense for Edge to not be the to not be in the brood persona. It w- it would not make sense. So oh, I'm excited for this match, it. but honestly, if, if if I'm being honest, there's Finn Balor, the demon Finn Balor is winning it. I think he's going to win it also because I think that he, I, I, Edge has won so many so many times at WrestleMania, so many ma- so many high pro- profile matches. What is he? 10, 11 time champion, I think. Yeah. So Finn Balor does need to win this thing, and I think it will help him his career. But honestly, I think this might be able to steal night two. I really do. Yeah. If they do it properly and do it right, you're talking about two major talents here. Finn, we know can go. Edge, we know is just incredible. So if they do it properly, this could be this. This could steal night two. And so, Edge is retiring this year too. Let's not forget. Yes, he's he retiring is. this year. So this might be his last blown off big 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 profile match. I would love it if they if they just let them go for you know twenty five half an hour and just let them be the two of them and let them show every everybody their skills. And in hell on this cell, you never know what's going to happen. The question is, who's going to jump off the cell this time? Well, I would imagine. Okay. I would imagine this match has to take place after a certain match that we'll get to between a, a certain member of the Judgment Day and his uh, dad, but. Yeah, but um, that, but then people will ask, well, if it's a Hell in a Cell match, how can the Judgment Day and <coughs> Gangrel and Christian get involved? I'm like, I'm pretty sure that Edge and Christian are going to do something with a fire entrance. I mean, I'm sure something magical is going to happen. We're going to be totally blown away. But or they can, or they can just do it. Else, is you know, knock out the referee and clip the lock. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Like, you know, if if, Dave, if Daniel of... Priest somehow unlocks the cell and whatever, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's 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 whatever. So. But you know, I'm, I, this match can certainly steal night too. But and I love Edge. And I, if Edge if Edge won, then great because you know, of course, you know how you and I feel about the Judgment Day. That's also well documented. I mean, this show is all about well documenting uh, certain uh, facts from what we say. But you know, yep. if Edge wins, then great. But if, if we're being honest and realistic, Finn Balor is winning it. I think Finn Balor is going to take it absolutely. All right. Uh, now we have, uh, the, the fatal four-way tag team match, women's WrestleMania showcase. Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia and Shotzi, Ronda Rousey and Shayna, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Throwaway match number two. 
And it's 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 sad too because you know Liv Morgan totally admire her. Natalia is one of my is one of my biggest personal heroes. Last member of the Hart family to 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 be to be in the WWE, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But honestly, we all know Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler are winning this. I'm going to disagree with you. Really? I'm going to disagree with you. I think Liv Morgan needs to take it. To build, Liv Morgan right now is so popular that everybody's finally falling in love with Liv Morgan. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I have been a Liv Morgan fan since, since the days of the Riot Squad. Yep. I, w- I like the Riot Squad. I'm sorry, but I, did. I thought they were just completely badass. I mean... She she really had a little bit of Harley Quinn in her, and she still does. Yeah, she does, and she's and she's a hell of a lot prettier than Harley Quinn is, by the way. But <laughs> no doubt about it. Okay, Liv Morgan is as talented as she is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I think her title I think her title was a little bit too short. It made me angry. Liv right yeah. now is so popular. They are not able to keep her. They they are doing everything possible with her. She has she needs to win this one. If they want to keep where she is right now, Liv needs to win this match. I like I prefer a singles match, that's just me, but I think that her team needs to win this one. I honestly care less about Ronda Rousey. She's boring. She's overrated anyway. And the other two teams, you know, I look, I like Natalia, but unfortunately they they kind of squashed her career and the fourth team I don't care about. So I think Liv needs to win it. That's just me personally. Alright. If it's booked right. I mean yeah, and also what makes me uh, a bit disappointed is that you know Nick Nikki Cross is is not even a part of WrestleMania, which well at least we don't know yet. I mean she could maybe she'll get involved in the match. And, and you know, and, and I did an episode uh, not long ago about Nikki Cross. You know, and I'm sure and, and I'm and I'm sure uh, you you saw it, but and you know, those of you that want to know what I say, I just go just go check it out. I did. But, I did listen. It was amazing. It was an amazing show. You were, everything you said was right. Yeah, because you know. But anyway, well, this all, well it, to me, this goes all, to me with Nikki Cross with Nikki Cross factor. That goes all the way back to Survivor Series when you and I agreed that the wrong team won. Yeah, and I'll always say that the wrong team won the Survivor Series when it came to the War Games. Yeah. So, so and Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss turned on them anyway. So I mean, it didn't make any sense. Make any sense. So there's also the men's WrestleMania sh- uh, showcase, the fatal four-way tag team match, Braun Strowman and Ricochet, the Street Profits, Alpha Academy, and, and the Viking Raiders. Uh, don't care. I mean, the Street. I mean, uh, uh, the Street Profits. Uh, the, the clearly the favorites, right? Oh yeah, the Street Profits are clearly the favorites. But honestly, this is the match again. Alex, you want a Twinkie? Twinkie, you want huh. a soda? Anybody got to use the necessaries? Uh, I quit. I quit uh, soda. I quit soda, bro. Okay, so did I. You want I'm another bottle of water? Eight, eight mark. You want, you want, anybody want another bottle of water? This is that kind of a match where you just go, okay. Uh, it is your filler match. This is the match that we call always call the filler or the you know I want to go with the autograph match. Well, here it is, right there in there. I don't care. I don't care. So let's get, the, let's get to the next one, shall we? Shall we? Yeah, move on. The Usos I'm... versus Kevin Owens and uh... Sami Zayn for the undisputed <laughs> WWE Tag Team Championship. Two championships. This could be one of the greatest tag team matches in the history of WrestleMania. This could be the or... greatest, honestly. It could be. 
I hope it is. Anything but a disaster. But this is Vince, so I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know it's Sammy saying, AK Kevin C. No, Gennaro go. I've been fans of them since Ring of Honor. I've seen them tag team together. I've seen them fight each other. The Usos, amazing, amazing talent. So we're talking about two of the hottest tag teams in the world right now. This could be the blow off of night two. Because night two looks like it's going to be a little better than night one. And this could be what's going to steal the show, to be honest with you. I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be phenomenal. And I would love to see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn win it. Because they absolutely need it. The Usos are all over already. It's time, to, it's time for new blood. Well, there's rumor has it that WWE management wants Roman Reigns to be champion for at least a thousand days. Boy, get to and him if yet. that's the case, then that would indicate that that Reigns is winning. But let's hope not. We didn't get to that part yet. Yeah, no. we haven't yet. If Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn don't win, I believe Kevin Owens is going to do something similar. He's going to turn on Zayn again. If they do, it's going to be the same old nonsense. Everybody's going to go, okay, boring. Because we don't now, need... in 2014, you know, it, it, I mean, the, the, this thing from 2014 to 2016 did make sense, but we don't need to see, we don't need to see it again. Now, we had no, Kevin we Owens turn on Zayn, Zayn turning on Owens, you know, when he pledged allegiance to the bloodline. We, yes. we don't need to, we don't need to repeat it. We've seen it. Now they got to make it right with, with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens has just been ever ever since he lost to, to, to Goldberg, it's been bad. yeah yeah and Kevin, and Kevin Owens is such a brilliant performer. I mean, you talk about someone with a heavy Canadian accent, a French Canadian accent. His promos are mm-hmm. still are still golden. His skills yeah, are still sure. golden. Now I'll be honest, I prefer the I prefer the power bomb over the stunner. I'll, I'll, and I and yeah. I, prefer, I prefer the and I love the prize fighter persona. Yeah. Now, honestly, you're right. I mean, now the Usos have been champions, you know, for well, you know, for, for such a long time. I mean, they they won the undisputed titles, I think, uh, recently, you know, and 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 Randy Orton's been out for a long time. But rumor has it Randy Orton could make his return either at WrestleMania or, or the ne- I wouldn't be surprised if it was the night before or the night after. <laughs> I would love to see Randy Orton come back. I'm a huge fan of RKO. I would love to see. I mean, him come back. could you could you imagine if Randy, if Randy Orton actually showed up in the match and 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 held and helped Zayn and Owens win? I would love it. Or 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 if he uh, if he interfered in the main event in the main event with Cody or whatever. I mean, who knows? Because there's been as far as Randy Orton goes, things have been quiet. So I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I always say, well, well, they'll bring him back, but when the time is right. So I think now, all of a sudden, the the time time is starting to feel right. But we'll it just we, we just don't know how exactly how it should go. I mean, these are just our opinions. But with the exception of a very few people, and I can list about three of them, most people when they're injured, when they're out for extensive time, they come back either the Monday Night Raw WrestleMania, or they come back the following Monday Night Raw. After WrestleMania, or they come back within two or three weeks. Yeah. Randy Orton's time is now. Yeah. It, he has to come back now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that would be the best point. If, if he's ready. He if he's ready. Knows. And we can only hope and pray that he can stay healthy. Right. We all thought Bailey was going to come back at the end of WrestleMania. That didn't happen until SummerSlam. We all thought yeah. that Triple H was going to come back after, after, uh, after WrestleMania. 
He didn't come back to all after to all after the end of the invasion to all at the invasion angle. But thank God he missed that anyway. So there are wrestlers who come back the day after. For one, after fifth, after uh, after Mania 14, I believe it was. So there are there are wrestlers who come back, but again, you never know with these things. Hopefully, Randy is ready. So yeah, Kevin again, Owens and Sami Zayn winning. In, in a sort of absolute classic, in an absolute classic matchup, I believe that they will win, and they have to win. They need the belts. They have to win, but if the whole thing about Roman Reigns is true, then that would have to mean that the Usos are probably still going to be champions. But I feel like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have to win, but I have a feeling the Usos are going to retain. So I got to pick the Usos. But I hope I'm, I'm going, wrong. I hope I'm, I'm going wrong. the other way. I'm going yeah. the other way. All right. Well, here we are. Rey Mysterio versus his son, Dominic Mysterio. Oy. I got to be honest. This is definitely this whole rivalry is is picking up where that rivalry from 2005 left off between Rey and the late Eddie Guerrero. Yes, we sir. all remember the storyline. It, it, it culminated into the, the latter match for the custody of Dominic. I'm not a. I mean, usually a short heel run is usually the worst. But the one for Eddie Guerrero, it was a. It was an exception because it was good, and he turned face again. Yep. But I feel like this match is basically picking up where it left off, but but it's like not in a bad way because it's Dominic basically. Like everything that ever since you know his heel turn, you know he he's been saying that you know I should have been Eddie's son or or what whatnot. So you know and, and everything. I mean, Dominic is, is over as a heel. I'm just surprised that this is just a singles match. Now, if, if this had been built up, you know, in a different way, it probably would have been a, a different match. But, <clears throat> but I, I have a, I have a feeling. Okay, I honestly believe that this match is going to take place before the Hell in a Cell match. And and, I and because I and because I'm I'm, I'm only getting straight to the point. Dominic Dominic is winning. We all know Dominic is winning because Dominic I is going to win, and he's going to get involved. In, he's going to try to get involved in the Hell in a Cell match later. So. I hope Dominic loses first of all because honestly, this kid's. I, I, you know, you can go after your father, you want, but going after your mom's a different ballgame. Well, I mean, he's a heel, so he but. is a heel. But there's also certain lines you don't cross with me, and that to me was just. I don't like that at all. I don't like the fact that he compares himself to Eddie Guerrero. Like I said, on, like I said in the last couple, like I said, I don't. I just don't like when when when, when wrestlers do that, man. Rest in peace. Well, crazy. What is it? Is extension of the of the all five storyline, which was an amazing storyline between Ray, between Eddie and Ray. I want Ray to win. I think Ray should win just to teach Dominic a lesson. But again, Ray's going to get to the Hall of Fame. This on the on the same situation. We'll get to that in a few minutes. And I honestly believe that this might be Ray's mat, Ray's last match. Yeah. I think he's gonna walk. I think he's gonna retire after this. So. I think you should go out on top. I think you should go out with the win, and then oh, it looks like we've uh, briefly lost him. Oh, here he is. You there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? All right. Hold on. Well, I, I, I can honestly say, well, you may be right. Rey Mysterio very well could be retiring. Um, I mean, and if that's the case, and clearly, I mean, it's even more solidified to the fact that Dominic is winning. If he retires, which I think he's going to have to do, uh, 
Why am I still speaking of awful horrors? Um, I think that. Hold on. There it is. That's better. Sorry about that. A phone call interrupt me. Um, I think that if Dominic wins, it's not going to be very. I don't. It'll be good for his character, but I like to see Ray win the match. That's just me. That's okay. All right. One. Well, now we get to the main event. Well, well, before we do, clearly the Judgment Day is going to try to interfere. I'd imagine Damien Priest is going to is going to try to get involved. I wouldn't be surprised if Mommy Rio Ripley also also gets involved in the match. <laughs> I but, think everybody's getting get involved in this thing. I honestly do. And I'd imagine that Ray's wife and his daughter Aaliyah. I mean, I'd imagine they're they're going to be at ringside as well. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting situation. Yeah, dig big time. So here we are, the main event, the Tribal Chief versus Cody. All right. I think Roman said the belt far too long. I really do. I don't like – I'm not really a fan of extremely long champions because it gets boring after a while. And to add an extra bonus, if Cody Rhodes does take the title – he will be the only member of the Rhodes family to ever win the WWE Heavyweight title. All does, nor the late Dusty Rhodes, may, they, may Dusty rest in peace. Neither one of them ever captured the WWE or NF WWE, WWE slash F title. Cody will be the absolute first in the family to do it. And I think if he does, that will be spectacular. So the match has potential to be great. We know Roman can go. We know Cody can go. Cody's been champion before in AEW, and I think he'll be champion again. I'm putting the belt. I think Cody takes the belt, and I think Cody has to take the belt to stay on top. All right. Well, there's that story about how Dusty Rhodes, you know, that match between him and superstar Billy Graham, who at the time was the champion. And I think Dusty Rhodes won, but by disqualification. And as we know, yes. the rules state that you can't win the title under disqualification unless there is a what they call a, a you know a clause, you know, a storyline clause. But they were right. yeah. Um, so as part of that, it's going to be built into it because you know. So and, and like you said, so and honestly, if if Cody doesn't even win this match, then I would say, well, what was the point of him coming back to the company? What was the what point was, of building him up and everything? What was the point of him? What is the point of him winning the Roman if you're not going to put the belt on him? Right. It's time for new champions. It's time for new blood. Roman's had the belt far too long, far too long. And if, if Cody wins, and then the Usos lose the titles, and you'll be, you know, basically, it's it's going to cause a fam a family civil war within the bloodline. The bloodline is going to drop. Not immediately, like they're they're, they're going to build it to a point where it's where it completely implodes. But it's possible. It is very possible. But then you ask yourself, who's turning face? Who's turning face from this? Is it Roman or is it the Usos? Or well, it, it, the Usos and 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 Solo. If it does happen, it will be the Usos to turn face. I honestly believe it. And it could, and the Usos could feud with Roman and and Solo. Yes, because the Usos have been always been popular. Oh, well, that very well could happen, but because somehow ever ever since I saw that 
the, those reports that Creative wants Roman Reigns to be to reach the one thousand day milestone. Ridiculous. If that if that's the truth, then I wouldn't be surprised if Roman somehow won. Roman cannot win this match. But and as at this point, Roman's got to be beyond being burnt out. Beyond being burnt out. Oh, I think I don't. I, I don't. I don't think it's anything to do with him being burnt out. I just think the fans are burnt out with him as the title. I mean, let's be honest here. How many times have we already said that Roman should have dropped the belt either on this show or on Facebook or on Twitter or on uh, any other social media? There are podcasts that 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 screaming for him to lose the title. There are podcasts that screaming for him to to take time off because they're getting bored of him. Long champions don't work in certain companies. WWE a few years ago, he wasn't going to lose the belt to Daniel Bryan or to Edge, and last year he was certainly not going to lose to Brock Lesnar. No, but he should have lost. The, but I would like to have seen Sami Zayn against Cody Rhodes at Mania instead of us today talking about boring Rome instead of, instead of Roman Reigns again against Cody Rhodes. I would love to have seen Sami Zayn versus Cody at WrestleMania. I think that could have been a much better match. And we got a much better time talking about than Roman Reigns again for the 90th time. Yeah. So that's just my opinion. I think the WWE's problem, and it's always been their problem since the days of Hulk Hogan, they do not put the belt on people that deserve it. Can't argue that. But I, like I said, like I want Cody, but somehow I have a feeling the tribal chief is so it's not going to be dethroned. I think he will, and I think if WWE is any brain cells, they're going to dethrone him. Because so let me they ask you, if Roman Reigns wins, are you officially done with WWE? If Roman Reigns, if Roman Reigns wins, I'm done with the men's division. I'll put it to you that way. Okay, fair enough. I'll fair be enough. completely done with the men's division. Fair enough. Be that way. Well, that's the card. Now, I understand that you want to talk a little bit about the Hall of Fame. Yes, the Hall of Fame. Well, there's you know four inductees so far. There are five actually. Stacy Keebler got in last. Stacy Keebler was mentioned last night. Okay. Well, according to this, okay, yeah, I have Rey Mysterio, the Great yeah. Muta, Stacy yes. Keebler, and Andy Kaufman, yeah. the late Andy Kaufman. So that's four. And apparently, the rumor going around is that Virgil got in early. I don't believe it. So I'm not believing that Virgil got in, although that's the rumor going around. I honestly don't know. No. So, but, yeah. So, great Muda. Let's talk you, about you this. Know, and, you know, and, and you know who's inducting him? Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we all know why it's got to be Ric Flair. If you are an old WCW fan like I am, you remember that legendary match of the Great Muda versus Ric Flair for the NWA slash WCW title. They have had so many legendary matches, and not just against Flair. Muda's had great matches against Lex Luger, against Sting, against so many other opponents who I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm sorry to say this. He has been amazing talent in and out of the ring for years. New Japan, he was there too for a while. I think he was in WC. He came back to WCW for a short stint again. So the great mood is should get in. I mean, this guy is just an amazing, amazing talent 
for 20 plus years. I love this guy. I'm a huge fan of him. So congratulations to, to the great moon of making it to the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's a one-time NWA world champion, one-time one yeah. NWA television champion. Yes, he is. Four-time IWGP heavyweight champion, which is the, the title for, the, for New Japan. Three-time yep. Triple Crown. Wow. Yeah. But and, now, I've, and I've seen a lot of the work. I mean, he invented moves like the Shining Wizards, you know, the Muta Lock, the Asian, you know, the Asian Mist. <laughs> yep. This guy has done it all in, in professional wrestling. And if you've never seen a match with the Great Muta, I fully suggest you go on YouTube or whatever server you use and type in the Great Muta and you will see some of the most phenomenal things you've ever seen from, 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 from a Japanese star well ahead of his time in the 1980s, especially against the late great, against the late, um, uh, he had great, he had, he had, I can't remember his name, but he had some great matches against some great stars who, who are no longer with us. But if you want to watch him wrestle the phenomenal Ric Flair, well, I invite you to, because he's had some great ones. Right. Sorry, I stumbled on some names there for a second. Mm-hmm. All right, so now Rey Mysterio being inducted by Conan, which is no surprise. I would imagine if if Eddie Guerrero was still alive, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if Eddie Guerrero was the one to induct him if he was if, if Guerrero was still alive. Actually, I thought it would induct Rey Mysterio would actually be would actually be fellow WCW alumni Dean Malenko. I thought would would because oh, no, had- Dean Malenko Dean, Dean Malenko definitely too, but, but it's not surprising that Conan Conan is. Uh, no, God, I mean they're best friends. No, they're best friends. Conan is one of the is one of the greatest you know names in pro wrestling. I mean, we Absolutely. talk about we, we talk about people who give great stories who tell the truth about pro wrestling. I mean, Conan is one of them. Look at his work in WCW against guys like Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero. Uh, I won't mention his name, but the guy, but but the guy from two thousand and four, the guy from two thousand and four, the Rumble winner. Let's put it that way. Demolinko. Uh, Juventud Guerrero, who most people don't remember unless you're a WCW fan. Conan's, they, they, they've wrestled so many. Rey Mysterio's wrestled the best of the best, and so has Conan. So I love Rey Mysterio's titles are unbelievable. He won a whole bunch in WCW. He won the World Heavyweight title in WWE. He won the tag titles with um, in WCW several times. Him and Billy Kidman, Spring Stampede 99, phenomenal match. They stole the show. Ray steals a lot of shows. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember SummerSlam 2002? Yeah. Remember the opening match? Mm-hmm. Ray Mysterio versus Kurt Angle. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Five star quality. Definitely. Ray could wrestle. Ray could wrestle. Ray could wrestle a cartoon character and make it look like a good match. So that's just who Ray is, and I'm, I'm so happy he finally got in. I really am. And, he, and he's being inducted by, again, one, one of the best names and popular names in pro wrestling. I mean, Conan, you know, again, WCW, you know, he's currently with Major League Wrestling and Impact Wrestling. Of course, you know, manager of the Latin American Exchange, the work yep. in, in Lucha Libre, AAA Worldwide and everything. I mean, yeah. But for Rey Mysterio, you know, and of course, you know, Conan is, believe it or not, is he's Dominic's godfather. Yes, he is. And... Conan's also former champion himself. He's had tag titles a couple of times, U.S. champion a few times, WCW, Cruiserweight champion. The man's done it all. He really has. 
He has. So now what I don't understand is I'm gonna get slammed for this one. Stacy Keebler. Uh okay, uh, yeah. Granted, hot very, 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 very beautiful. No question about it. She's a gorgeous woman. But she hadn't but she was a manager. And she was a decent manager. She wrestled, she wrestled too. But she wasn't a very good wrestler. She wasn't very talented in the ring at all. So let's be honest here. I think it's just a filler for the divas. Just without putting another woman in instead of putting somebody who deserves it. I don't I don't understand Stacey Kibler at all. I honestly don't. I'm sorry. I just don't. Maybe that's just me. But I don't. I wouldn't be so. I mean, she she did she did actually uh, she inducted Tori Wilson. So we, I mean, I'm pretty sure Tori Wilson's going to induct her. Yeah, that does. Yeah, that that would make sense. So. I gotta be honest with you, I don't understand the Tory Wilson thing either. I don't understand the Stacey Gilbert thing. I honestly don't. I mean, I think I mean, yeah. I, I, everybody talks like when State when Keebler and she, she was part of the invasion and then she was you know she was uh with the Dudleys and then she was Vince McMahon's personal Mr. McMahon's personal assistant before she had that storyline with Tess and Scott Steiner and then and then after that I don't I don't know what happened after that, so I just I don't understand it at all. I just don't. I mean, but still, regardless, congrats, congratulations to her. Congratulations all around, but there are there have been better there have been better female talents than her. The last They're one, real. you know, and, and and this is this is in the, in the celebrity wing that Andy Kaufman. Yeah, I'm not old enough to remember. I I mean, I'm old enough to remember to remember this with Jerry Lawler and him, but uh, I I agree with you. He was a hell of a talent and. I like the fact that he stayed in the hospital three days after Law gave him the pile driver and the whole thing with him slap with uh with with Lawless slapping him on uh I think it was the Dave Letterman show at the time. So I understand Andy Kaufman. That to me is just he's there because of his talent being as a comedian, being as a performer. That makes sense to me. Yeah. And that feud with, with Jerry Lawler, I mean Yes, and, and some people didn't people like well didn't people actually legitimately believe that Lawler had injured him for real? Yes, people. Yeah, that's that. And back then, that was very very rare to play a storyline to that to 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 that if to that that close. Uh, and how ironic it is! Jerry Lawler is the one inducting him. Yeah, of course, I was going to induct him. Obviously, obviously, it would have only makes sense to induct him. But me personally. I think he deserves it just for that, just for letting that half of that of, of that storyline run and say, yeah, he injured me. I'm in the hospital. I'm going to sit here for three days. So it was very rare back then for Storm to go to that extent. And I got to give him 100% credit for that. I really yeah. do. I mean, he died of lung cancer at 35 years old. And yes, he did. Kaufman, you know, a legendary comedian, you know. Oh, very funny. Look yeah. at him. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, like, you know, everything he did, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's all, it's all well documented. And of course, you know, because you know, this is taking place in Hollywood, you know, and, you know, of course there's, you know, the, the you know, the, the comedy store, which, uh, which of course, you know, is famous, you know, I'm sure, you know, he was there many, many times. I'm sure that's oh, where he got started. So it has to be there. And that's when SNL picked him up. And then of course, if you really want to know about his life, the, 
Jim Carrey did a movie about his life. I think it was called Man on the Moon. Yeah, it was. Which was a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal movie. And Jim Carrey played the part very well. He really did. I saw that movie several times. I don't own it, unfortunately. I wish I did. But he played the hell out of that character. And I'm sure if Andy Kaufman was alive, he would lo- he would have loved the movie. Because I love sure. that movie. I'm sure. So there's your oh. Yeah, hats off to Andy Kaufman. Well-deserved. You know. Ram Mysterio, great mood. Definitely. Stacey Gable, not. I think we can both, I think we both agree. Uh, why? Well, but, uh, uh, hey, well, I know, well, hey, a lot of wrestling fans still talk about her, so you know what? You, you can't take anything. You can't take anything away from Stacy Keebler. They, they talk. They talk about. They talk about her beauty. They don't. They talk about her beauty, and that how she was a very talented manager. But yeah, but I don't. I don't. I wouldn't put her. I don't think it's, un, it's unfortunate that, that, that WWE, you know, didn't have you know big plans for her. But you know, oh, it's, it, it, it is what it is. But uh, as you say, what are you gonna do? Nothing. Yeah. Oh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that finally concludes the WrestleMania preview. I'd like to thank everybody who tuned in. And ladies and gentlemen, as always, Ringside Chaos is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. And as always, if you know somebody that's looking for a great pro wrestling podcast, then Ringside Chaos is the, is the show for them. No doubt about it. So, Mark, anything else you got to say? I just enjoy WrestleMania, everybody. And Alex, again, thank you for having me on the show. And uh, we said at the end of when I did the show on March 21st with Jeff, we always say it now. Uh, Jeff, I love you. I miss you. You've always been my brother. Number 22 forever, which was his jersey number when he played hockey. So, Rest 22 peace, forever. Jeff. You are missed, thank- my friend. Thank you, Alex. Thank you so much. Goodbye, everybody. All right. Take care.